Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. As always, it's brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. It is National Raisin Bran Cereal Day. Bryce, are you into Raisin Bran Cereal? I can eat Raisin Bran. I'm not a massive fan of cereal, um, but I do like Raisin Bran. I used to eat it growing up. I used to think it was a treat because of the raisins in it. Um, So I will eat Raisin Bran. It's not going to be my first choice for cereal, but I will eat Raisin Bran if it's there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan. Um, I'm definitely not going to say, Ooh, let me go eat some raisin bran. You know what I mean? What, what's your um, favorite type of cereal? Uh, honestly, honey nut Cheerios. Really? Yeah. Hey, okay. Give me some honey nut Cheerios and I'm, I'm good. Okay. Mine's cornflakes. Okay. Yeah. Big cornflakes guy. Cornflakes or honey bunches of oats or ugh, is that what it's called? Ugh. God, you're weird. The honey bunches of oats. Hold on, now I'm second guessing myself. You're so weird. Maybe it is honey bunches of oats. Uh, I'm trying to look up a picture of it. it <laughs> might be. I might be wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, honey bunches of oats. Yeah, uh, yeah, either cornflakes or honey bunches of oats. Those are my two favorite cereals. Good Not news. Ha- the uh, Hawks take down the Bucks last night, one twenty-one to one hundred six. Let's go. You want to talk about a really dominant performance by the defense? It was awesome. Looked it was good. Really it looked very good. good. It's one of the best games I think I've seen us play this year so far. You've said that multiple times this year, which is awesome to hear. Yeah. <laughs> it seems you know like I mean? every single week. Yeah. It seems like every single week we pull out a performance and I'm like, is we now have a new best performance. Now, we're going to have clunklers like we did against the 76ers a couple days ago. That's basketball. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they go up to Milwaukee and sort of dominate the Bucks like we did last night. That's amazing. Trey Young, 21 points, 9 assists last night. Uh, DJ Murray, 19 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. The man continues to put out just awesome stat lines, and I love to see it. He's so much fun to watch. He's Isn't so he? much fun to watch. Yeah, it's just... He's exactly what we thought he would be. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. And you know yep. how when you, when you make signings like this, you're like, oh, I hope he's everything that he was... At his previous stop, and he's going to be better because he's got Trey with him. He is exactly what we thought he would be, which is just complete and utter awesomeness. And him and Trey are clicking a lot sooner than I think a lot of people thought they were going to click. A lot sooner than I thought they were going to click. I thought it was going to take, I don't know, maybe a month or two to have them to fully be comfortable playing with each other, but it seems like... I mean, they're comfortable now. It's great. It's so much fun to watch them play together. DeAndre Hunter was 24 points. He was also 10 of 10 from the free throw line last night, too. Ooh. In a season high, 24 points, tallying a career best 10 from 10 from the charity stripe. 
joins Trey Young as the one of only 16 players in the NBA this season to notch a perfect 100% clip from the free throw line with a minimum of 10 free throws. That's pretty awesome. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> only 16 players have, uh, have done it other than you. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Uh, Clay Capella, 19 points, 10 rebounds. He recorded his fourth consecutive double-double, finishing with 19 points, 10 boards in 30 minutes. Over his last four games, Capella is averaging, wait for this, Bryce, 16.5 points and 16 rebounds per game. Holy smokes. That's that's something I don't think a lot of us thought we were going to get out of CC is the no. offensive production we've had the past couple of games from him, which is amazing to see. Defense held Giannis to 27 points, did a great job of making him actually shoot the ball, which is, believe it or not, is not Giannis's best uh, attribute. No, that's how you beat Giannis right there is you make him take jump shots. You don't let him get going downhill, going to the lane, you know, trying to get to the foul stripe, layups, dunks, using that, that using his athleticism. Uh, you got to make him pull and pop. He's not good at that. And we did a good job of that last night. As we mentioned, defense was fantastic. They forced the Bucks into turnovers, had 17 turnovers, forced them into 17 turnovers to R9, which turned 20 points off of their turnovers, which is awesome. And to, last night's win marks Atlanta's first regular season win in Milwaukee since December 9th, 2016. Milwaukee. It's pretty good do something for the first time in six years. Uh, was Willow even born at that point? Uh, when was it? 16, 246. Uh, yes, she was. Okay. But she was only a few months old. Okay. I was yep. like, wait a second. Yep. She sure was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But Bucks, uh, are Bucks lose to the Bucks. Good thing for us. Let's go. Let's go. Billy, we got some audio fun next. And I'm, I'm really surprised because you and I, so just pull behind the curtain a little bit. Bryce is going to have a rant, and it's probably going to end up being tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Um, but he said he was going to move it to today and move Audio Fun to Wednesday. But Audio Fun was so good that we had to keep it on Tuesday. But the rant tomorrow is going to be epic. So just be ready because Bryce, up to it. Bryce is going to have 24 extra hours to deal with. I've, I've already went on a semi rant on Twitter. Um, so now it'll just be voiced on the podcast. <laughs> and he also went on a semi rant in our group chat with hometown sports. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pissed. I'm pretty pissed. It, I'm going to save everything for tomorrow. I'm not even comment on it anymore. But I'm pretty so let's uh, let's save the rant for tomorrow, Billy. Let's start with some audio fun. This first one is from the Vikings game. Uh, Justin Jefferson did a little bit of a celebration, and we all thought he got hurt, but he didn't, and the announcers took a bit of offense to it. Uh, third and three, Cousins looks to throw, lofting for the end zone, and Jefferson, touchdown Minnesota! Jefferson, two big catches on the drive, and did he just hurt himself in the celebration? Grab that hamstring. We hope that he's just messing around. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> this is some kind of sick joke or something. I, I mean, if you're a Vikings fan, this is by far the worst touchdown celebration <laughs> right? I've ever seen. Because I still can't figure out. Okay, am I kidding? Because Brian O'Neill comes over and shoves him. Is he like, why did you push me? Didn't you see me grab my hand? Yeah. Or is he okay? I think he's okay. Then uh, you can exhale. 
some type of sick joke. And the announcers kept talking about it for the next like 10 or 15 minutes about how Justin Jefferson's gritty celebration, he grabbed the back of his hamstring and it really pissed off the announcers. I don't know why he did it. Like, what was the purpose behind it? You know, what I, mean? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. So, I, I mean, I I think if I was calling the game, I would be kind of concerned about it, too. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. The, the funny thing was that the announcers kept on for, like, honestly, like 10 or 15 minutes afterwards talking about it. And I'm like, I understand being kind of, you know, mad in the moment of the thing, but sort of just, just leave it alone now. The next one we got, uh, it's a bad tackle. Who did Michigan play this week? Do you remember? No. It was in the Michigan game. Whoever Michigan was playing, it was a red team. Maryland? Uh, Maryland, maybe? Yeah. A Maryland running back gets the ball, and he hurdles up in the air, and a Michigan player comes and tackles him, and he uh, his helmet goes where the sun don't shine. And listen to RG3's call of it. Brown went airborne to get 13 yards. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he hit him right in the goal. Oh, my Lord. Ugh. That did not look like it felt good. Samer still. Mike Samer still put a helmet right between his. Uh, I'm going to leave that one alone. But holy cow. Hey, you talk about getting a boost. I mean, he bounced right back up. Man. Once he got steel down there or something? Golly. <laughs> Nebraska. Steel down there. Nebraska. 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 What's he got? Steel down there or something. <laughs> now, RG3, we've had a couple of audio funds of RG3 on this podcast. He did a good job of dancing around that one until that last little clip. And that last little clip nope. about killed me. Nope. I, I lost it when I, when I watched this. Number one, if you get a chance, see if you can go find this. It's, it's really just one of those wow moments in sports like he literally hurdles and the Michigan player just lifts up his helmet and it goes right into his other regions and I love, I love how RG3 was like right in the go oh my <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's trying to figure out how he can say that on TV yeah yeah <laughs> which uh RG RG like we said RG3 has been on this audio fun segment a couple times today or a couple times this year. What's he got down there? Steel? I love that. That was my favorite part of that. What's he got down there? Steel? Uh, this next one is a hot mic. This was in the pack 10. Uh, the hot mic picked up some audio from, uh, from a lady in the crowd who didn't seem like she was enjoying the game too much. Every time you want to count out Jason Bean. Decision making. <laughs> he plays Houdini in the backfield. That was on live TV, folks. <laughs> one, one more, one more time. Listen closely if you didn't hear. There's a lady in the background who does not like the refs. Hot mic live TV on ESPN. Every time you want to count out Jason Bean. <laughs> decision making. He plays Houdini in the backfield. She was not a fan of the refs, Billy. <laughs> that's hilarious. Not a fan of the ref. Mike, and where like that's a that's a problem for ESPN. The fact that you're yeah. gonna put Mike right right where somebody is. You can't do I, I don't know. I don't know where that mic was, but it was it was somewhere was crystal freaking clear. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I could I, I heard it because I saw the title in the video and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to amplify her voice while taking down the crowd noise and taking down the PA noise and the announcer's noise. Nope. Her voice came in 
crystal freaking clear. That's the clearest crowd noise I think I've ever heard in my entire life. The refs effing The refs effing suck. Yeah. (laughs) And it's clear as day. It's not even like, it's not even slightly, you know, gurgled or something. And she was so nonchalant about it, too. That was was awesome about it. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. That was a... that's pretty good. And the last one here, Billy, we got uh, this is from an amazing catch in the Notre Dame game this weekend, the Notre Dame Navy game. And uh, this was one of the most amazing catches I think I've ever seen. And not only was it a great catch, but it was also a great call. Fine back to pass, pressured, steps up. Fine's going to heave it deep toward the end zone, and it is Somehow snagged it. What a catch. Um, a one around? Can you play that again? Because I'm not sure it came through. What was that? Fine, back to pass. Pressured, steps up. Fine's going to heave it deep toward the end zone, and it is caught. Around Brayden Lancey. Somehow snagged it. What a catch. Listen, I've, I've watched a lot of football, and I've called a lot of football in my life. I've never heard of a reach around catch. <laughs> is that uh, is that something new? Oh God! I heard this yesterday and I sent this to you, and I died because I, I, I listened oh. to it four or five times yesterday. Oh, this one's getting one on audio fun. <laughs> the reach around. I've never heard of a reach around catch, but apparently it's a new thing. And uh, so that's your audio fun for Tuesday. (laughs) The old reach around catch. (laughs) Let's get to the AP top 10. Uh, All right. Uh, No surprise. I think the top four, top five is, has unchanged for this, this week, Georgia, Ohio state, Michigan, TCU, and Tennessee. Not surprised there. Uh, No, no issue with there other than the moron who had one vote for Ohio state being in first place. He continues to have them. He's like, the one person that is voting him, but he's been voting him consistently. I think for, I looked at the polls past, I think five or six weeks. Uh, he has voted Ohio state. Number one. So he's yeah, been, if you're going to be wrong, be stubbornly wrong. Yes. Uh, all right. Six is LSU. Are you feeling? Uh, about that? I, I don't have faith in LSU's team, but I think just because of past, um, past games they've had past results i think they deserve to be number six I, i'm not a huge fan of lsu i don't, I don't think they're going to be any good i think they're going to be destroyed by georgia in the sec championship but I, I don't mind them there because i think they've proven that maybe early season jitters have gone now and brian kelly settled into that role um so yeah i'm not, I'm not going to argue that too much uh usc at seven yeah i don't know what usc is honestly i thought they were going to go undefeated uh, and possibly get in the college football playoffs, but they haven't. Dude, they haven't played some of the best. We're about to football. find out what USC is. You know what their next yeah. games are? It's uh, it's Oregon and Utah, right? Or Oregon, no, it's UCLA, U- UCLA, and Notre Dame. Oh, I forgot about the Notre Dame. Yeah, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find out real quick uh, what USC has. UCLA is sixteen, I think, and then uh, Notre Dame is like twelve. Or something and Notre Dame is playing really good football right now. Yeah, so that game for USC is in uh, Southern Cal, so that'll be good for them. But um, we'll find out very, very soon. Uh, Alabama at eight, Clemson nine, Utah ten. 
I don't I don't care about any of those teams. And none of those teams deserve to be even in the college football playoff discussion. I hope they enjoy their uh, New Year's Six Bowl um, because uh, because Alabama's penalty ridden. Clemson has no offense, and Utah they're okay. They have a really good offense, but their defense is horrific. For those of you listening, most of you are are more than likely uh, SEC fans. So I'll just go ahead and say this: five SEC teams made the top twenty-five. So. 20% of it, and all of them are within the 14, top 14. I mean, they're they're the best conference, top to bottom. I mean, there's not even an argument there, really. Uh, you know, the upper, upper the upper echelon of the Big Ten can compete with the upper echelon of the SEC, but top to bottom, the SEC would destroy the Big Ten. The SEC would destroy everybody. I don't I mean, know how deep we can go with that. I think Ohio really? they could probably compete with the Big with the SEC. I don't know about Michigan, um, and I don't know about Penn State. I know Penn State beat Auburn earlier in the year, but that was a bad Auburn team. You know what I mean? I, I think I think Penn State could do just as good as Texas A&M does. That's fair. Well, Texas A&M is Texas A&M becomes the first team that was ranked sixth or higher and won't make in preseason polls and won't make the uh, make a bowl game. Oh, you hate that for him. You really hate that for him. Um, no, Ohio, Ohio State can be Georgia or Alabama. Michigan could be, you know, I'm trying to think of another, maybe LSU. Maybe. So, I, you know, I don't, I wouldn't, I wasn't going to include Penn State in that. I was just going to include Ohio State and Michigan. Um, and the only reason I say they can, they can compete in the SEC is because the main bulk of their contributing players are from the South. I mean, they recruit all over, all over the nation. So, but I mean, yeah, top to bottom, we, we'd get absolutely hammered by the SEC. Uh, that's fair. Don't you want to see Northwestern versus Vanderbilt? Actually, yeah, I would. <laughs> I really would. Even oh, though Vanderbilt is one of us. Even though Vanderbilt uh, just beat Kentucky this past weekend. That makes one of us. Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night in girls basketball temple at Rock Mart. Uh, they had a scrimmage at 6 o'clock. I saw a bunch of pictures from it, but I don't know what the score was. I never could find the score. Um, I never could find a score from that scrimmage or the Temple at Rockmar boys scrimmage that happened at 730. Um, so those scrimmages did happen last night because I saw pictures from them, but I couldn't find the score. Uh, and then Mount Zion at Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, the girls basketball. I couldn't find that anywhere, man. I um, I looked on I looked on Max Preps and tried to find that game and couldn't couldn't find the score anywhere. But that's usually... That's usually how like the beginning of basketball season goes. That might have been a scrimmage as well. So that's sort of that's sort of how basketball goes. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for girls basketball, we have Bremen at Peppel tonight. And then for boys, we also have Bremen at Peppel. That'll be fun. Um, you know, new new girls coach uh, Drew Willis is going to take over for Bremen um, and see it, how they can handle things over there. So is that a scrimmage? Do you know? Don't know. Okay, I'm looking on Max Preps right now, and neither one of those games are listed on here. I wonder if that's a scrimmage. I don't know. Well, we can look at that later. Bryce, you need a cup of coffee? Oh, I need a cup of coffee, man. My alarm didn't go off this morning, or I turned it off in the sleep. I don't know what happened. So I haven't had a cup of coffee yet this morning. My dogs woke us up like 30 minutes before my alarm goes off. Oh, that's I, the worst. That's the worst. I, do. I hate that, man. <laughs> oh. 
So another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, the Commanders last night on Monday Night Football dominate the run game to end the Eagles' perfect season. Are you surprised by this? Extremely. Um, the Commanders are playing a much better brand of football, honestly, lately. But I did not see the Eagles falling to them on Monday Night Football. So I have four or five uh, friends that are from Philadelphia, so I will be sending them a you suck text today. <laughs> of course you will. Uh, unfortunately, yesterday we found out about the mass shooting in, in Virginia um, and three University of Virginia football players were killed and the next player is in custody. Ooh. It's it sucks, man. Like, that's just it sucks. There's no other way around saying it. And you hate to see it. Um, God, it's it's awful. Yeah, that's terrible. I, it, yeah. P's and P's to that entire community and all the families affected by that. That's just, that's awful, man. You do not want to see that. On good news, uh, last night, Braves' Michael Harris edges out teammate Spencer Strider to win National League Rookie of the Year. They become the first teammates to win, to go one and two in rookie voting since 2011. All right, let's go. We wrapped up first and second place. We got the first and second place on the podium for Rookie of the Year. That's awesome. I mean, Michael Harris deserved it. Uh, Spencer Strider had a fantastic freaking year. I mean, all year long. Uh, yeah. I think the only re- if it's me, I think the only reason Harris edges him out was because he's playing every day. Um, that's that's just my guess. You know what I mean? Yep, I agree. And I think uh, I think we. I, Spencer Strider is going to have a very bright future in football. Or football. I'm reading a football article in baseball. You got to stop and the multitasking thing. I know. Well, there's a there's a playoff predictor interactive like thing on ESPN. I'm clicking all this to see like coming up with goofy <laughs> scenarios to how people can make it into the college football playoffs. Uh, but they, I heard a report or I heard something the other day. It said Spencer Strider had the second most unhittable pitch in all of baseball. Uh, the only person who had a more unhittable pitch was Diaz, the closer for the Mets. I am um, telling you, Gavin and I went to go watch a, pit, a game earlier in the season, like early in the season, like May-ish. Yeah. And he was starting, and we were we were kind of up a level at, at the TP and right. down the left field line. And I was watching him pitch and just trying to – track the ball from his hand to the mitt i was having a hard time from where i was sitting i i can't imagine i can't imagine trying to hit or catch a ball it's unreal so congratulations to both michael harris and spectre starter i know you don't really get anything for being second but congratulations um, Ex-MLB player yasiel puig is going to plead guilty to lying about illegal sports bets Yeesh. You know, I really wish that we can get to the point where there aren't anything that are illegal sports bets. Just make them all legal. Yes. I like it. Maybe we could talk I'm, to I'm for that. about that. Yeah, maybe you can. Because we've been, he's, he mentioned to me in a text message a couple, or was it last week that I told you? Uh, he, that he was wanting to uh, get on the podcast. So sure. Maybe. <laughs> I think it was last week. <laughs> you don't remember. 
No, I don't. I do not remember. <laughs> I can 1,000% guarantee you I do not remember. <laughs> you have the worst memory ever. <laughs> it is terrible. It is absolutely terrible. I was looking at right Yasiel Twig, P- Puig's uh, baseball reference. Man, he played with a ton of teams. They did. Holy crap. They did. All right. And finally, he played from 08 to this year. I didn't know he played that long. Yeah. Huh. He played for the centrifuges in 2008. He also had probably one of the best uh, outfield arms I've ever seen. It was very good. There was a span there where he was playing with the Dodgers like two or three years that he was a very good baseball player. And finally today in 1980, the 30th NASCAR Winston Cup, Dale Earnhardt wins the first of his seven Winston Cup championships. My favorite driver of all time. The Intimidator. Man in black. Anything else for us, brother? Nah, man, I'm good. Let's get out of here on Tuesday. On a rainy, cold Tuesday. Yeah, it's going to be rainy most of the day and cold. Everyone stay dry. Everyone stay warm. This has been the Morning 5 for Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. We will catch you all tomorrow. Same time. Same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>